Hello everybody, welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you're all having a great day. Likes, comments, and subscriptions are always appreciated. A very big thank you to everyone who just simply writes algo in the comment section. It helps a lot more than you know. Welcome back to another News I Missed where I go over News I Missed. And without further ado, let's jump right into it. Tether, the company behind the world's most popular stablecoin, USDT, cryptocurrency exchange Bitfinex, and open source project Hypercore have joined forces to establish Keet, that is K-E-E-T, a peer-to-peer -peer messaging network. Bitfinex has been cryptically tweeting about a launch for the last several days. An encrypted app was released by the trio mentioned above earlier. Audio and video conversations as well as text and file exchange are all possible with this app as, I mean, it's 2022. If not, I'd, there'd be a big problem. All of this will take place on a peer-to-peer -peer basis. Tether and Bitfinex contributed funds to Hypercore to launch Hole Punch, okay? In order to facilitate the development of peer-to-peer -peer apps, Hole Punch was launched and Keat is apparently a result of the same. Very confusing. Keat made its public premiere today in alpha version. App users may now use the app through the internet, but the mobile version won't be available until November of this year. There are many reasons for this, the most important of which being that Hole Punch is still to be released as an open source code, and as such, the project remains a closed source protocol. The crew is said to be working on the project for the last three years. This made news nowhere. This was the only website where I saw this news, and I think it is incredibly important. Uh, we've had situations for millennia now, not really that long, where a lot of um, apps, platforms have kind of claimed to be um, private. You have control of your own data. And people have figured out that I think it's only like really two of them out of the mainstream ones that are actually completely private. So the idea of us having a messaging app that is completely peer-to-peer, -peer, it is private, no one else has access to what we're saying or what we're doing. And how this is how I know that the entire idea of crypto has completely changed from what it was many years ago. The idea of privacy, the idea of having your own space, the idea of being able to do what you want, when you want, how you want, with anyone else you're talking to, whatever the actual case might be. This news should have been very popular, but it wasn't at all. I saw news of this nowhere. I'm telling you, this was the only place. It says also on top of that, Bitcoin and Tether payments are add-on features to provide payment rails Options for people using applications built on the Hole Punch or plan to build and offer services through the Hole Punch network. That's right. You're going to be able to use Bitcoin and Tether through this system. I know it may not seem as fascinating to a lot of other people, but as of right now, you're kind of restricted to other apps that are just for payments. Imagine being able to like talk to a friend and be like, oh, dude, I owe you $5 and you send him directly Bitcoin through this actual app. And no one else can see what you're both talking about, what you're doing. That's the original idea of the internet. Like since like 1991, as the internet was becoming, getting to beget, wow, getting to beget big. The idea was it would be an open place for everyone. But then companies strangled the living heck out of it. 
And now this is the internet that we currently have right now. So yeah, uh, Tether and Bitfinex and what was the third one? And Hypercore have joined together, made a messaging app. Um, I assume this will be a downloadable app around November. I'm going to try it out. It sounds incredible. And I assume just logically that they're also going to be using Lightning Network for this as well. So get ready for the future. Yeah, that's the Bitcoin app news. And let's move on. Next up, the Spanish cryptocurrency exchange Bitbase has just opened its first store in Paraguay, with which it hopes to start its expansion into other Latin American countries. This is the first and only physical cryptocurrency. Wow. What? This is the first and only physical cryptocurrency trading store in Paraguay. Really? Wow. The company's first physical exchange for buying and selling cryptocurrencies outside of Spain opened in Lisbon, Portugal at the end of January. With this, the Spanish startup inaugurates its 13th cryptocurrency store. The store was inaugurated on the 18th of July in a central neighborhood of Asuncion. Okay. Right in front of CC Shopping. I love how, like, they're telling us, like, just tell us the address as opposed to telling us the neighborhood and in front of what shopping store. For those of you not looking at the screen, there's no address here. It says the store was inaugurated in central neighborhood of Asuncion, right in front of CC Shopping Mariscal. No address? I'm supposed to find Asuncion and then find CC Shopping? Like other company stores, the new physical establishment has several ATMs for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Cool. We, we're getting so many like opening, expansion, moving here kind of news. It was a lot of before, what was it? Like Brazilian companies moving to Mexico and this company was opening this over here and this company just got paperwork to be able to do that and we got news that Gemini can now do business in Ireland and Coinbase got letters that says that they can do work in some parts of Asia. And it's like, yeah, expansion. So it's cool. I've seen BitBase walking around uh, Spain before. So I assume they're very well known. And I guess expansion is kind of part of the, you know, you want to be everywhere all at the exact same time. So yeah, if you're in Paraguay and you've been looking for a physical location, the first one, that's a little crazy. That just also shows how far that we've come as a a cryptocurrency community that I'm shocked. I'm like, they don't already have 15 stores in Paraguay? Anyway, that's the woman karate chop, yellow banner, intense face. That's a lot. What is this from? It's a lot going on there. News. And yeah, let's move on. Next up, and we are definitely in the future, the University of Tokyo, also known as Todai, is set to offer a range of study programs later this year that will all take place in the metaverse. According to a Saturday report from the local news outlet, the Ashaishibun, the courses will be offered to students ranging from high school to adult learners in the workforce. High school workforce? The publication stated... 
that the Metaverse study programs will not be delivered via its own dedicated faculty that offers degrees, but will instead operate under Todai's Faculty of Engineering and Engineering-related graduate schools. That was a long sentence. Why? Why not through there? Okay. Students who complete the course will receive certificates. I would hope so. I'm not going to your school for nothing. Todai's project has been launched to address the lack of skilled personnel working on digital transformation and advanced technologies. Oh, did you guys know that? If you want to see something really weird, the amount of people who are young and are getting older, the number the number one thing that they aspire to be, guess what it is? I know someone out there said it. The number one thing that young people aspire to be when they get older is a content creator, a YouTube creator, or a TikToker. I'm not joking. The amount of jobs that are available for people uh, to actually get into like technology or like uh, building apps or computer language programming is dropping steadily every single year because it's not seen as attractive as being able to make dancing videos or whatever other videos and making money from that. Isn't that so weird? It's crazy to think about because like a couple of years ago, the idea of like getting into uh, coding and like building apps was like, whoa, that is a complete, it's, it still is a money maker, but people don't want to learn. They'd rather learn how to dance and then make money from that. It's also the same exact thing. We have another a situation going on in the world where um, nurses, uh, a lot less people want to be nurses and doctors or any type of like healthcare worker because it's, it's not, um, it's not attractive. Like actually, I'm, I'm telling you, like there's so many videos online about it. Uh, the population is continuing to age more. Like the more that our technology advances and the better our medicine gets, we have tons of people on the planet now who are over 100, who are in their 90s. You must have seen the video. Woman's in her 90s uh, racing around like a, like a, a racetrack. There's another woman who's like 79 and she looks like she's 38 years old. And I mean like doing like Olympic sports. It's really insane like how far we've come. But the idea of everyone else, you know, nobody wants those jobs anymore. Isn't that so wild to think about? University officials also emphasize that studying in the metaverse will also create a situation in which anyone, regardless of age, gender, social standing, and area of residence, can learn about engineering and information science. So there's two portions of this. I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to dig too deep into this, but we've lived in a situation for so long where people are realizing that this broad very, no, I mean, hyper narrow category of people who used to take these jobs no longer want these jobs. So now we've gotten to the point where, and I'm not saying anything bad about this university in particular, but a lot of the news floating around right now when it comes to the idea of the metaverse, especially from other countries, we've been talking about this. Like, we want to make it open for all. We want to make sure that everyone can learn because the old system basically says, You can't do it unless you have tons of money, especially the American system. You can't do this unless you're paying $200,000 over the course of a four-year period. Like, it's this very, like, little tiny walkway that everyone had to go to for a long time. But now they're realizing in 20 to 30 years, a lot of jobs will have disappeared, not because of technology, but because of lack of interest. People see, no longer see, why, why would I study for seven years to become that when in a year and a half... I can make a million dollars per year. Very fascinating. So um, this is why I also think a lot of the things that we do now will simply be overtaken by robots in the future or technology or AI or whatever you want to call it. Because a lot of the older jobs, 
nobody wants them. Nobody wants to do anything. So the idea of being like, oh, anywhere in the world you can now do this, it should have always been that way. Everything shouldn't have been restricted for 99% of the population. I know some of you don't care about poor people, so whatever, I'll move on. I believe me, I see your comments. I see a lot of your comments. Don't <laughs> don't even worry. I, I see I see how people talk on Twitter as well. Anything that could remotely benefit other people, for some reason, is a problem with the people who already have money. Anyway, that's the University of Tokyo talking about um, courses in the metaverse news, which is going to be so awkward because I assume it's going to look gross because most metaverses don't look that good yet. News. And yeah, let's move on. Next up in news that is going to save the world. This is this is, you know, this is supposed to be the best news ever. Um, so remember the other day where we had news that Tesla Musk uh sold a huge portion of their Bitcoin. It was 75%. The news that just came out and everyone's rip roaring because it, you know, it's the great like this news is I'm pretty sure this is going to fix society in so many ways because of what Tesla's doing. For those of you not looking at the screen, it says Tesla reveals that they still have $222 million worth of Bitcoin. I'm feeling good, are you? I just felt someone leave a dislike. How dare you? The news is, and I saw tons of people protecting Tesla Musk on on Twitter. They made sure, because a lot of people were making fun of Musk, saying that he didn't have diamond hands, because they tweeted before when they bought the Bitcoin that they had diamond hands, and were never going to sell, and then they sold 75%. So they released the news that they still have some Bitcoin, and people went wild. They were like, see, I told you, Elon Musk is, is, is the god and savior of this planet. He's the greatest thing ever. And it's like, whoa, calm down, dude. It's just a company that's still holding onto some of their coins because they're not doing that well because not a lot of people are buying their uh, automobiles. So yeah, um, I don't know if you've looked outside, wherever you are, if it was rainy before, if it was snowing, it is now sunny. There are five rainbows outside of your window. Get your phone right now and record all of it because Tesla still has some Bitcoin. Oh, also Musk was like, at some point, we may buy some more Bitcoin back. And that also sent people into a frenzy because they were like, my, my gosh, dude, you're so awesome. I, I, I wish, I wish something. Anyway, that's the Tesla reveals that they are still holding Bitcoin. Oof. I mean, I'm going to have a good day. That kind of news I was waiting for. News. Let's move on. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed there, but I was being sarcastic. Some people don't get that a lot of times. I remember years ago, I used to be sarcastic. I mean, like openly like you can you can hear my sarcasm i don't know if you have tonality sound uh but i make a lot of jokes i don't even mean to make them sometimes it's me just being a bit of a d-bag it's you know kind of is what it is but some people can't hear my jokes and they're like you said nine and a half months ago that we'd be at an eight million dollar bitcoin and it's like you didn't you didn't get that Bitcoin was just at 19000 and we're not going to be at, at, at a million dollars. Or I'll say something else and golf clap to everyone here who actually understands my humor or who gets that I don't think that wherever you are that there are now five rainbows because I'm pretty sure somebody wrote, dude, it's raining here. And it's like, 
I do hope that you've all enjoyed. If, if you could see my face, I do hope you've all enjoyed. I do. This, look how long this line is. Look at the amount of transactions that are always on Ethereum. It is just egregious. And these are all the transactions that haven't been processed yet. Like they're still waiting to actually hit the blockchain. My goodness. Bitcoin's like this. <laughs> Almost no activity. I do hope that you've all... Just, just imagine after the merge. I do hope that you've all enjoyed. I do hope that you all are having a great day. A great morning. Great afternoon. Great evening. Wherever you are. Wherever you might be. I do hope it's absolutely fantastic. Thank you all once again for watching, listening, supporting, liking commenting or still listening to me scream into this microphone and i will most certainly be talking look how long this line is be talking to you all soon see you